eco-friendly living. For a lot of people out there, it can seem like a daunting task, one with so many options and paths that you end up feeling overwhelmed and confused instead of inspired and ready to take action. It's hard enough living life today without adding another thing to your plate. That's why I'm here to help. I'm here to pull you out of the societal norms of materialism and overconsumption so that you can live a happier, simpler, more eco-friendly life by making small changes in your habits, mindset, and home. This is Kayla Rogers, and you're listening to the Unrooted Mama Podcast. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Unrooted Mama Podcast. This is actually the 20th episode, which might not sound like a lot to some people, but to me, I'm super excited about it, and it's my first kind of little mini milestone as a podcaster. So I'm pumped about that, but today I want to talk to you guys about something that means a lot to me, and it's something that I've talked about several times on the podcast, but I thought that it was important enough to have its own episode about, and that is why minimalism is so important for the environment. So I have had a few different episodes that talk about minimalism If you go back to the fifth episode, All You Need Is Less, I kind of talk about my journey with minimalism, but I've never really made an episode about why minimalism is so important when you're trying to live an eco-friendly life. So I thought that it would be good just to get this episode out there and really talk with you guys about pretty much just why minimalism is so good for the environment and how it can lower your environmental impact. So again, as my usual minimalism disclaimer, if minimalism is something that you have heard of before and you just roll your eyes now every time that you hear it because you think it's completely ridiculous, don't stop listening now because I promise whatever you are picturing in your head when it comes to minimalist living, that is not what I'm going to be talking about today and that is not the way that I personally live. So I consider myself to be minimal-ish And that pretty much just means that I remove what is no longer serving me to make room for the things that I love. It does not mean getting rid of every single thing that you own and living with bare white walls and super boring decor and only having like 20 articles of clothing in your closet. And now for some people it does, and that's totally fine. If that's what works for you, then yes, you do you. But for me and most people that I know that consider themselves like minimalists or minimal-ish like me, it just means like clearing out what you don't use anymore, what you don't love anymore, and learning to live with less. That's the main picture overall is pretty much just getting yourself out of the societal norms of materialism and overconsumption and just really learning that you don't need all of this excess crap that you don't even really like in order to be happy. It's looking at what you already have and love and cherishing those items instead of going shopping like three times a week to go buy more things that are just going to end up in the pile of stuff that you have to shove in the storage in your closet. So for me, it's not like there's no hard numbers, there's no hard rules when it comes to minimalism. It really just means keeping my space clear, getting rid of what no longer fits me and my family, what we no longer use, what we no longer need, and that's really all is it all it means to me. And then of course, learning to live with less. 
So I truly think that there is a version of minimalism that can work for pretty much anybody, even if you are someone that does not think that you need to downsize and that you don't think that any version of minimalism could work for you, I guarantee you that decluttering your stuff and just clearing up your space could really help with multiple aspects of your life. But today, I really just want to focus on the environmental aspect and why being minimalistic is so good for the environment and why it's so important when trying to live an eco-friendly life. So the first reason why minimalism is helpful for the environment is that when you are minimalistic, you learn to live with less. You learn that you don't always have to buy more and more and more stuff to be happy. You kind of just learn to appreciate what you already have. And so in turn, if you are learning to live with less, that means that you're buying less. And when you buy less stuff, that overall that decreases the amount of waste that you produce because every time that you go to the store and buy stuff you come back and there are like boxes that it comes in or it's filled with plastic packaging plastic wrappers plastic bags just things like that so every time that you buy something typically there is some form of waste that comes along with that so if you're buying less stuff overall then you are in turn reducing your overall waste Another reason that going minimalist or minimal-ish helps the environment is that it really makes you more conscious about what you buy. Whenever you go through and you clear out your space and you declutter whatever's no longer serving you, you really realize how much stuff you have been holding on to and how much stuff you bought that just turned out to be pointless and a waste of money. So it really makes you a lot more cognizant whenever you go out shopping and you realize that like, oh, well, the last 10 10 tank tops that I've bought, I've absolutely hated and I just decluttered all of them. So maybe I should not buy these kind of shirts anymore because I probably am going to hate them in like two months, just like I ended up not liking the rest of them. So it really just makes you think twice about purchasing items and it just makes you a more conscious consumer, not only in the aspect of like, oh, what is the environmental impact of this, but more so, do I even need this item? So like when you're going out shopping, it makes you really think twice before allowing anything to come into your space when you're being ruthless about what you allow to take up space in your home. So again, you buy less, which creates less waste, but then it also makes you conscious about what you purchase, which helps prevent impulse purchases and again, just overall decreases the amount of stuff that you buy because you're just being more conscious about your purchases. So another cool benefit for the environment that a lot of people might not think about when it comes to minimalism and eco-friendly living is that it's easier to clean whenever you minimize your stuff. Now, what I mean by that is that when you have less stuff, there I mean, just literally point blank, there's less stuff to clean. So say you go through and you downsize your wardrobe. For me, that literally meant the first time that I went through my clothes, I got rid of like five bags of clothes. And I know before I went through and downsized my wardrobe, I would go through multiple outfits a day. I would have to wash way more clothes than I actually probably needed to because I would change so often or I would leave clothes on the floor that were clean. And I just had so much stuff that I ended up doing so much laundry. And after we minimized everybody's wardrobe in my house, we went from having to do like several loads of laundry a day. Like we probably had to do at least a one load, if not two loads every single day. Otherwise we would be just 
completely bombarded by laundry and now we can go like two days in between each load of laundry and we're fine there's no mountain because we just have less clothes overall so in turn that means that we are using less water to wash our clothes we have to buy less laundry detergent because we're not doing laundry as much same thing can go for things like dishes or you know literally like anything so everything in your house you have to clean up you have to clean up around you know you have to clean your kids toys what you know whatever you clean in your house right now if you downsize and get rid of stuff just in general there will be less to clean and so you will be saving resources when it comes to cleaning products and water and things like that so another really great point about how minimalism helps the environment is that if you are a mom or a parent it can teach your kids to cherish what they have instead of buying into like the cheap gimmicks that fall apart and this idea of always needing more and more. So even if you're not a mom, you can still teach people around you this, but especially if you are a parent, your kids will see you cherishing the items that you have and not hoarding an excess amount of stuff, not going out and buying all this new stuff all the time. And in turn, you will create environmental stewards. And especially if you like tell them about why you're doing what you're doing. If you go through and declutter the house and you tell them, you know, oh, we're doing this because it helps the environment to not buy as much stuff. It's really good for the earth if we just learn to live with less. So if you teach your kids about minimalism and why it's so good for the environment as you go along, you are raising your kids up with this mindset of, not buying into these societal norms of materialism and overconsumption. And in turn, you are raising the next generation to, I mean, I know me growing up, we had so many just cheap plastic stuff. Like that is literally what our society is ran off of. Are these just convenient items that in turn are really, really harmful to the environment. And it's really just become the norm. So when you are teaching your kids about like minimalism and being conscious about what you buy, hope I'm hoping that at least when they grow up, they will be more careful about that. And it will be something that's in the forefront like of their minds. And hopefully you're raising kids that are environmentally friendly and at least aware of their environmental impact, if that makes sense. So if you're doing this and you have little kids at home, you're really just teaching your kids a lot of really great life lessons that will in turn help them grow up to be people who care about the environment and are just conscious and aware. So the next thing that I want to talk about kind of goes hand in hand with the whole idea that when you are minimalistic, you learn to live with less and so in turn you buy less. But instead of just, you know, thinking about the amount of waste that you save when you don't buy certain items, I want to really dive deep into why buying an excess amount of items is harmful in the first place or harmful to the environment. So the manufacturing of products has a huge carbon footprint. Typically, if you walk into Target or Walmart or literally pretty much any store and fill your cart up with just a few items that are for the house or, you know, whatever, clothes items, whatever it may be, 
those items are typically mass produced overseas and not made in a sustainable way. And they take a lot of resources to make each item that you buy. And not only that, but then there is the greenhouse gas emissions that are harmful to the environment that every time these items are produced, there are carbon emissions and just different greenhouse gases that are being polluted into the atmosphere. So when you're not buying into these products and when you're not buying stuff as much as you usually do, you are not supporting those companies that are polluting the earth and making things in a not sustainable way. So you are effectively lowering the demand for products such as this. And I know that it might seem small if just one person cuts it out, but that's why it's so important to make eco-friendly living a movement. That's why I'm so passionate about sharing along with my journey and helping people live more eco-friendly lives because the more people that hop on board with this and the more people that say, hey, I'm going to start shopping less, eventually if enough people get on board and just buy less stuff, it will send a clear message to companies that mass produce items like this and that, you know, produce a lot of emissions that are harmful to the environment. It in turn, lowers the overall demand for these products that they're manufacturing. And you know that everything is about supply and demand. So if the demand for these products are lowered, then they will start producing less products. And that's just how it works. So if enough people get on board with eco-friendly living and minimalism and just learning to live with less and not needing to buy as much things, then in turn, it sends a message to these companies that, you know, there's not as high of a demand. So when you look at it from just like a standpoint of you on an individual level, it might seem small, but when you look at the bigger picture of getting more people in on this movement, and when you really realize how many people are already living more minimalistic and trying to send that message that, you know, we're starting to care more about the carbon footprint of the products that we buy, overall, it can really help tremendously. And it all starts small. And it starts with us as individuals making the decision to say no to certain products or just try to be conscious about what we buy. So overall, when you buy less stuff, because you're living a minimalist lifestyle and you're only buying things that you absolutely love and that you want to keep in your house like forever or for a really long time, then you're just not buying into that societal norm of overconsumption that leads to these retailers overproducing these like super cheap mass-made items. So I hope that makes sense. I know it's a really complicated subject and I don't want anybody to feel guilty about things that they have already purchased. You do not need to feel guilty about climate change as an individual, unless I guess if you're listening to this and you are like the head of the fossil fuel industry or something, like yeah bro, you can feel sad. But if you're just a normal person and you're listening to this, please don't think that I'm trying to guilt people into not buying stuff because really it all comes down to the fossil fuel industry, government officials that need to make you know, laws in place that help the environment. But again, when you are taking part in these smaller movements of eco-friendly living, minimalist living, it is more about like sending the overall message, sending a message that, hey, we do care about this. And hey, we are, we are trying to lower our waste and our environmental footprint, even if no, like the big guys aren't. So again, don't feel guilty I and don't think that I'm trying to guilt anybody into not buying stuff. I'm just explaining how learning to live with less is so, so important and why it is so beneficial for the environment. 
so that pretty much wraps up all of the points that I have today about how minimalism ties into environmentally friendly living and why it's so beneficial for the environment. I hope that you guys have a better understanding about why I ship decluttering and learning to live with less so much now because really it ties right in to environmentalism. Just learning to live with less overall what I want to help people do is pull themselves out of those norms of materialism and overconsumption because those are the two societal norms that are the most harmful to the environment. It's just this selfish way of thinking where we always need more stuff and honestly learning to live with less and minimizing is the first step into combating those societal norms. It is straight up challenging what we've been taught as normal. It's challenging all of the current societal beliefs and societal norms and it is hard but if you want to help the environment taking part of this movement and standing your ground and learning to live with less is such a great way to start that. So again, if you guys haven't looked into decluttering and minimalism yet, I really encourage you to do so because not only are there a ton of benefits for you in general, but hopefully now you know that there are so many benefits for the environment as well and for eco-friendly living and sustainability. Overall, point blank, the overconsumption of products and having a crap ton of products and hoarding products is not sustainable. So if we are trying to live more sustainable lives, minimalism and even just like I said before, you don't have to go full on minimalist. You can be minimal-ish. You can just declutter what you already have and then start being more conscious about what you buy. But it is really so much more sustainable to cherish what we have, take care of the products that we have, and just be happy with what we have versus feeling like we always need more. So when it comes to sustainable living, minimalism really just goes hand in hand and it's a huge part in sustainable, eco-friendly living. So I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. I hope that this helped somebody out there because, again, I feel like I talk about minimalism a lot, but I don't really ever talk about how it's directly related to the environment and why it helps the environment so much. So I hope that this kind of gives you a clearer understanding of how those two are so connected. And if anybody is trying to live a more eco-friendly life, go get my Unrooted Living Guide if you have not yet. It is a free PDF download that I created just for you. It takes like two seconds to sign up and it's packed full of just really good information that helps boost you on this journey to eco-friendly living. So again, if you have not gotten that yet, go to unrootedmama.com slash guide and it takes like two seconds to sign up it's completely free and I promise it will help you out on your journey to eco-friendly living so go get your starter kit go declutter your house and tell your friends too. tell people how important it is to start learning to live with less I am rooting for you guys and thank you so much for tuning into another episode of the unrooted mama podcast until next time